Welcome to episode number 21. I'm your host, Rapali Monga, and thank you as always for taking out time to be here with me today. So today I'm sharing with you a interview that I had done with Mary Clavers, who is the founder and CEO of Brief Transitions, which is a postpartum mesh underwear company um, for women that have uh, just had babies. And they were featured in Forbes and NBC. So they're doing a lot of great stuff there. And they're the best postpartum mesh underwear on Amazon. So by the way, if you know of anyone or if you need that, um, definitely check them out. Uh, They're called Brief Transitions, postpartum mesh underwear available on Amazon. Moving on from that. So she, Mary had interviewed me a few months ago on how to create profitable sales funnels that help entrepreneurs market and sell their stuff online in a way that isn't salesy and is automated so that you can serve more people you can have freedom you can have flexibility and ultimately so that you can get your message out to to more people in your market without overwhelming yourself without stressing yourself out without burning yourself out so i shared a four-step sales funnel framework that i have applied in my own business um, with the clients that i've worked with and even when i was in corporate we leveraged a very similar type of sales funnel as well to uh, market our um, products uh, at that fortune 10 company so it's a framework no matter what industry or product or service that you are selling it works. So let's go ahead and um, dive into that framework. And just as a side note, it is an interview. So you'll be hearing um, a conversation that I'm having with Mary as she's asking me a lot of questions. And of course, I don't dive into so much detail given the, the essence of time. But if you have questions after listening to this podcast episode and you're like, I want to know more, just shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm active there at rapalimonga underscore again at rapalimonga underscore and we can chat there all right so let's go ahead and dive into the episode now hi rapali welcome to the show hi mary thank you for inviting me great i'm so excited to have you here today to talk all things sales funnels (laughs) Yay! Can we first, um, let's start, can you tell us a little bit about your background? I know it's an open question, but a little bit about yourself and your, and your family. Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course, I'd be happy to. So, yeah, so let me tell you a little bit about myself professionally, and then Mm -hmm. I'll kind of get into more of the personal side. So, from on a professional level, over the last three years, I have helped a Fortune 10 company uh, build and grow a multi-million dollar wireless business por- uh, portfolio by $1.5 million. And I've also built my own six-figure business in the high-ticket digital educational space. Okay. And one of the things that contributed to my success was building profitable sales funnels. That's why I love talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I help entrepreneurs do the same. So you know, specifically what I help entrepreneurs with is like getting more leads and clients or customers in a, in a more non-salesy way because who likes selling, um, and without burning yourself out. Right. So that's kind of the approach that I take when it comes to sales and funnels and marketing and stuff. 
Um, and more specifically, I absolutely love working with women. Um, it is a personal passion of mine to see more women leaders be successful in business and, you know, continue stepping into their own power because I think women are already powerful. Um, so everything <laughs> I do ties back to this mission. That's also the reason why my company name is Entrepreneur Academy. Yeah. Um, so it's a very specific focus on that. So that's a little bit about me from a professional standpoint, um, personal standpoint. So I'm a new mom. I actually, um, my baby is eight months old. So he's still, still a baby. Yeah. Um, and I live in New Jersey with my husband, with my baby boy and my managing of lives. Um, and then originally I'm from New York, born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just been a very interesting ride, quite honestly, building a business, a baby at the same time. Um, and one thing I've learned is with commitment and proper time management, anything is possible. So <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Yes. I just yeah. did um, a productivity series and I always, well, I learn new things talking to everybody, but it's really a different perspective talking to people that are really productivity specialists in the space of entrepreneurs because, um, yeah, especially the time for moms is, it's. Yeah, so, so limited and yes. uh, we have to do everything in our power to be strategic about it. So. Yes, and like super laser focused, yes. Yeah. And eight so. months, like before you know it, like my daughter's having her fifth birthday now. So, and I'm like, oh my God, how is this possible? So Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, I don't want to miss out on, right. you know, so that's why it's like right. I have dedicated hours specifically for work and then dedicated hours for him. And when I'm with him, I'm like, shut everything else off. You have so to. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to jump right in. So I'd like to start with, and I know I've, I've explained a little bit about my audience. You're familiar with the Transitions Collective already. It's for women that are transitioning from corporate to their own businesses and also then building their businesses, right? So some may be familiar with, with sales funnels, click funnels. Um, some may not know anything. So let's level set everybody just in case. And can you tell my audience what sales funnels are? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the most simplest way to explain sales funnels is really that it's a systemized process through which you attract, nurture, and then convert your interested prospects into mm -hmm. clients or customers, okay? So think about it this way. I like to always give like a real life scenario um, versus thinking about it in like digital terms. Yeah. So, so for example, like when you walk into like a CVS or Walgreens or any of those pharmacy, pharmacy shops, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever, like, did you ever think about why the pharmacy is always at the opposite end of the entrance and it's it's positioned there for a very strategic reason and that's because they want you the owners of cvs walgreens etc right. want you to walk through all of their aisles before you ever even reach the pharmacy yep. Yep. hoping that you might remember something you need or something that you like and pick that up on the way right so what they're yep. doing in that process is that they're maximizing their revenue from you and every other person that walks through their door right? Yes. So they got you in because you needed to buy medicine, but then you picked up some deodorant, some nail polish, you right. know, maybe some right. diapers if you're a mom. They get me every time. <laughs> right. And bam, you didn't even go in for that and you walk out spending like $50 plus whatever your right. medicine costs, right. right? Right. So this is like part of a real life sales funnel in action, right? Like just really thinking about it from day-to-day -day life. Um, analogy. 
Yeah. Yeah. And all successful stores, like, you know, if you ever think about it in this way, like next time you go into a store, like think about like the yeah. bread and eggs. They're always Well, yeah, the milk. Yeah. The milk in the supermarkets always in the back corner. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is making sense so far? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, so I guess the next question that I usually get asked is like, so how do you translate this, like a sales funnel into right. an online space, right? Yeah. So let's look at that. Really, there's four pillars to building a profitable, profitable sales funnel, right? Um, and I like to say profitable because it's very easy to get lost in, you know, making money, but then losing money on the back end if we don't have the funnels that are profitable. Right. So, so there's four steps, right? And the first step of a funnel, any funnel for that matter, is attracting people to your business. Mm -hmm. So let's take a look at another real life example, okay? Like yep. a local gym, right? Planet mm -hmm. Fitness. I'm just gonna mm -hmm. put that one out yep. there because I guess a lot of us or some of us like exercising, but. Yep. Um, yep. So, and I still remember when they first started several years ago, right? What they did was they sent direct mailers and delivered that to people's homes. They partnered with local health shops, at least in my area, mm -hmm. and had like complimentary gym passes available for people at their shops, right? That was like mm -hmm. some of their strategies to attract mm -hmm. people to mm -hmm. their gym, right? Mm -hmm. So online, it's the same thing, but it's much more efficient and gets you in front of people way faster through social, right? I mean, we all know right. social is like right. king nowadays or queen. Um, right. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and so forth. So what you're doing in this first step of, of your funnel is really attracting people to your business using mm -hmm. smart content strategies on social. Okay, does that make sense so far? Yes, I, th I think from my perspective, something that gets tricky is like there's so much noise out there, right, in so many cases. So, and maybe this will come up later in some of your later steps, but... Um, what if someone's thinking there's too much competition for them? How would you say that they're, are they looking at the, their business the right way or not? Yeah, that's a really good question. And actually something that I was definitely going to touch on, but I can, you know, kind we of. We can uh, come back. We can come okay. back if it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, we can address that question, but it all comes down to the way you're positioning your brand um, in the market. And one thing I like to always mention is that competition actually is really great because yeah. it, it's showing you that there's real demand for your service or your product right and if there wasn't competition quite honestly it would make mine and your job way harder because then we would need to prove out and test our own concept right but if there's other people doing it that means there's demand right and yeah. it all comes down to how you, we're positioning our brand versus our competitors mm -hmm. so we can like talk that. about that a little bit yes more. that's a great perspective i like that okay, okay. awesome Okay. So okay, that's so the attracting first clients. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the attraction piece, right? Mm -hmm. It's like getting people to your business like Planet Fitness does. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, applying that in the online work through social. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about how to like reduce that overwhelm because like you said, it could get very, it could get overwhelming online. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we'll talk about how to like stay focused. Mm -hmm. Um, so the second part of a profitable funnel or the second pillar I like to say is like capturing leads. So what that means is for everyone that sees your content, right? Your number one goal should be to create goodwill and give them, some, give them something so valuable that they want to learn or get more from you based on whatever your business model is, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, that's when, when you give them, when they give you their email address, now you have them in your community and you can, you know, continue giving them information or selling your program services. And so let's look about look at that real life example I was talking about, 
which is Planet mm-hmm. Fitness, right? Mm-hmm. Planet Fitness does this too. Like, you know, I, I don't know if anyone um, that's listening, have you ever signed up for like a gym fitness membership program? Like I've signed up for LA Fitness, Planet mm-hmm. Fitness, right? And they do their best to get their email address from you too. And what they'll continue yeah. doing is sending you offers. And around New Year's, oh, they'll yeah. ramp up. They'll yes. ramp up those emails, right? Oh, buy yes. one you know, free classes for a week, whatever. And then as soon as New Year's comes around, the company that was sending the emails and keeping them themselves in the forefront, mm-hmm. you'll end up going with that gym and mm-hmm. the membership. You right. see how powerful that is, right? Yeah. Like really yeah. building that relationship and staying forefront. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the second part of your, of, of a profitable funnel, right? Mm-hmm. And now the third part is nurturing. So this this piece is like directly tied to the last point that I just mentioned. Yep. So if Planet Fitness got your email and never sent you emails, they'd be out of sight, out of mind, right? You'll join some right. other gym that's on the forefront of your mind right. or if you have a buddy or husband, wife, uh, husband, partner, whatever, going to one, you'll go with them, of course. But the right. whole point here is nurturing, you know, the whole point is to get that email address to then nurture them so you can continue giving value, building your relationship. And then when they're ready, when your prospect is ready, you know, to, to take action on that product or service that they're selling, you're going to be forefront. Right. You know, because you've been giving and you've been so consistent, right? Does that make sense? It's that consistency that's super important. And it's something I struggle with personally sometime. And I think other people listening, you know, depending where their zone of genius is or their expertise or what they like to do, um, they may struggle with this too. You know, the consistency piece of finding what you are able to stay consistent with and really just executing against it each time instead of being all the places and doing all the things and all that. Exactly. It's all about you know, I, I like to call it the power of one. And we'll talk about this in, um, in one of, you know, in, yeah. later on. but um, I'm all about like staying focused, staying very simple and using the power of one, right? Yeah. Which is really identifying like, what is ultimately, what are the one, what one thing that's going to get me the biggest bang for my buck in my business? Yeah. One activity or whatever right. that is. Right. Um, and email is definitely, definitely on top. Now with that said though, right? Because um, nowadays in today's environment, email alone isn't enough, right? Alone. Yeah. So yeah. what, what that means is that you need to be active on social. However, especially if you're in the B2C space, like business to consumer. Yeah. Um, so what, what you, so when you're nurturing leads, you can, you know, integrate your email strategy with your social, but just choose one, right? It's about, so it's about doing it very strategically in a way that your whenever your email, so you can schedule your emails, like maybe mm-hmm. once a week, twice a week, and those same days you post on social. And you know what? There's actually really cool tools, which I'll talk about later, that yeah. helps automate all of this. So yes. you don't have to, I'm not the type of person that can think of content on the go. I need yeah. to like just plan it and get plan. it and get it out. Yes. yes. You know, and that removes the overwhelm on so many levels. Yep. No, that's <laughs> um, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so does that make sense? Yes. The, the third piece? Okay, great. Yes. So nurture. Yes. Excellent. Nurture. Love that. So fourth is the Holy grail, right? Which is converting your leads that we talked about through your nurturing process into customers or clients. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, like I said, I mean, like this is the most important part of your funnel and bottom line. So again, with planet fitness, going back to that as an example mm-hmm. for consistency purposes, 
they're sending you all those emails and promotions because bottom line, they want you to become a customer, right? They're doing it yeah. in a very giving way. They're staying top of right. mind. But let's be real. Right. They want you to become a customer, right. right? Right. So through this nurturing, you know, giving you discounts and promos and gifts, they convert you into a gym membership. Mm -hmm. Same concept applies to your business, right? And this, you know, in this funnel process that I'm talking about, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You could be mm -hmm. in services, you could be in e-commerce, mm -hmm. um, it could be really any industry. It could be to B2B, B2C, B2 right? It applies yeah. to all industries. The way you attract people in your business obviously shifts a little. What, mm -hmm. depending on whether you're in B2C or B2B, but the, con the, the system of a funnel is essentially the same for any business. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's, that's important to note too. And then people can just look at it a little differently in terms of what they might offer, right? right. Depending what type of business they have. Right. But yeah. Right. Right. It's just a matter of, it's really, uh, and I, I like to think about things in, in a more systemized way. I guess that's mm -hmm. just how my brain operates. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's like, once you have this process established in your business, you know, any offer you create or any product you sell, you can literally duplicate it, right? It's about mm -hmm. the first time getting it right and start generating those profits. It's a very duplicatable process. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I love that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a quick pro, pro tip here is mm -hmm. that, so if, if you're just starting out, right, you're just brand new to business. Um, and, you know, there's obviously as, as, as a new entrepreneur, there's, there's overwhelm, right? And so to yeah. re remove that overwhelm, what I recommend is like starting out and focusing on selling one product or program or service, you know, whatever your mm -hmm. area of specialty is. And then once you have that going and generating profits through your funnel, right? Just focus on that one product. Mm -hmm. The real power, okay, comes when you're able to increase your profits by retaining those customers and selling them more products and services that you know will help them solve their problems at a higher level. And now in marketing lingo, we call it increasing the lifetime value of a customer. So mm -hmm. you help them more and then you make yep. more money. So this is a win-win. Yep. Now, this is a little bit more advanced. That's why I said for someone that's just starting out, you wouldn't even think about this, right? Right, right. But for, for anyone that's listening or watching that is already in business, and already is selling a product or service, and you're kind of like, you want to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest ways to do that is to offer your existing customers more products and services because it increases your ROI, increases yeah. your return on investment and the lifetime value of that customer. It's always more cost effective for you to make more money from existing customers than get new ones. Than to chase right. new ones, right, right. Because exactly. then, you're, then you're not going out and say looking for another avatar or trying to talk to someone else, another customer, and trying to say, hey, you should also come because this is what I offer. Then you're, and you're improving, what you're saying is you're improving what you do and how far you extend with the people that you already have. Right, and these people already yeah. know you, like right. you, trust you, you know, if you've done a good job by providing your services or selling your products, they, right. most and more than likely, they're gonna love what you have to offer you as a personal brand. And right. they're gonna be more likely to buy your service, continue buying your services than someone they don't know. Right. right. This is where real, like where real optimization of your business comes mm -hmm. in. Right? But again, this is more of an advanced strategy for someone who's already been in business. Yeah. No, I love that though. It's stay focused so that then you can grow and like use what you've made to do more right. after. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about creating assets. So yes. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Okay, great. So that was a great, that was a great walkthrough. Thank you for that. So let's just recap on the four. It was attract, 
I didn't catch what you called the second one, but the first one is attract clients. Second is capturing leads. Oh yeah, capturing leads. Then the um, nurturing. Nurturing is third. And then converting. Converting. Yes. Okay. Awesome. That's fantastic. Okay. So along with that, you mentioned some tools. So can we dig into that a little bit? Some of the tools that you find helpful to be able to do this and to automate your systems? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So the first tool that I absolutely love that actually allows you to create a funnel, like the one that I just mentioned, it's called mm -hmm. ClickFunnels. Okay. Um, and, and I'll tell you the reason why I love it. It's because personally, I'm not a techie. I don't have a tech background. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I don't even, I'm not even a graphic designer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've never coded. Yeah. I've never done anything in tech yeah. or systems yeah. from a technical perspective. And, and I, like, for me, it's been so easy to use because mm -hmm. the way this software is built out, it's actually built for people that don't have a tech background, right? Oh, awesome. yeah. Everything is already coded. It's literally plug and play and click, right? Like mm -hmm. once you understand the software. Okay. So, ClickFunnels is a great tool for you to be able to actually like create a funnel, right? Mm -hmm. Very different than a normal website, right? Like right. WordPress or something. That's very different. Like that, that, right. that, that's just like a completely different ballgame. Right. ClickFunnels is one. Second is, so, you know, the nurturing piece that we were talking about as part of your funnel, you have to be able to continue building that relationship through email. So an email software that I absolutely love is it's called ActiveCampaign. Mm-hmm. And now there's so many email softwares out there and I've used a bunch of them too, but I'll tell you why I like active campaign the best. It's because, um, you know, in your business, it's very important for us when we're communicating to our prospects, right. Through our emails right. that we're speaking to them, um, in a personalized way, right. In a way where we know where they are as part of their journey. So for example, if someone has already bought my service versus someone who's brand new to me, I need right. to be having different conversations. Yep. Right. Yep. And so with active campaign, you can create, and this is, I love this, right? You can create, they literally call it automations. And so what that means is that you can trigger, right? A separate set of emails to your lit email list based mm -hmm. on wherever that person is in the journey of with mm -hmm. you. Right. And this is yes. all in a very automated fashion. Yes. So yeah. you would, you know, set up those emails in advance and those emails will go out you know, whenever you have it scheduled, um, based on where that person is in your customer journey. Yeah. Very robust. Very robust, right? Yeah. It's very, very robust and it's easy to use to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, and, and you can integrate it with other, like you can integrate it with click funnels, right? You can integrate right. it. If you're running uh, ads on Facebook or if you're doing any sort of Facebook marketing, you can do integrate it into like really cool tools. So the whole point is that it's all seamless mm -hmm. and it's like one process versus mm -hmm. like, you try yes, to, how so do I get a payment and right oh, right oh. yes yes so that's the second one and a third one actually uh, it's called meetedgar.com oh yeah I've heard a lot about this one recently I haven't actually tried it but it's it's amazing, it amazing? yeah and I'll tell okay. you why yeah there's a lot of um content planning and scheduling tools mm -hmm. out there. right the reason why I actually really like meet edgar is because who has time to continue creating content all the time, right? I mean, we're all very, very busy. We're yeah. moms. We have, you know, some of us have full-time jobs. Everyone yeah. has a, a bazillion things going on in their life, yeah. right? So what, what Meet Edgar will do for you is, yes, it will schedule your content, but it also recycles your content for you. So for example, let's say you've created a month or two months worth of content, right? Mm -hmm. 
a month, let's just say a month worth of content mm -hmm. and you put it into Meet Edgar, you've scheduled everything. You can actually tell Meet Edgar, I want you to now recycle my content, like figure out, they have like al algorithms where they'll figure out how to take your content and like restructure it and then repost it on your platform so it doesn't look like you're posting the same thing over and over. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. That. And they do it across different platforms, right? So yeah, and literally, I think three days ago, they rolled it out for Instagram. But up oh, until did? then, yes. So now they do Instagram, oh, wow. Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Game, really on. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> really. So I would say those are the so three cool. main tools that you need to get this funnel up and running. Okay. Really, really, it's the funnel, click funnels and email. But if you want to be super efficient, right. definitely add in meet Edgar. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Thank you for those. So I want to, I want to dig more into the part about sales. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sales funnels, I, I'd say a lot of people are probably uncomfortable in the space of sales. And I know you have a framework about how to not be salesy while you're doing your sales, right? To be more um, authentic when you do it. So can you speak a little bit about that? You have some tips? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what I, you know, what I like to teach and the way I actually operate in my own business too is, you know, really sales, I think is like a mindset, right? So yeah. having the mindset that as, as a business owner and every business owner technically is a salesperson, right? I mean, yeah. That's how our yeah, business survives. It's a right? it's a business, not a hobby, right? Yeah. But the way I like to look at sales is as more of an invitation, right? So I'm in the business of helping people mm -hmm. solve their problems, right? And every mm -hmm. business owner, no matter what industry you're in, you're solving someone's problem in one mm -hmm. way, right? So mm -hmm. I like to look at as I'm inviting you to help to allow me to help you solve your problem. And the way I do this specifically. Um, and in a funnel, the reason why I love funnels is because in your funnel, you can create, so like, for example, one, one, you know, very um, tangible tip that I can give you, right, to put this, to visualize this, is that in your funnel, right, when you invite someone, right, that attraction mm -hmm. piece to your funnel, mm -hmm. what you're doing, the way you're attracting them, they're not going to just give you their email address for no reason, right? They're going to give you their email address because you offered something of value to them right let's say you're in the fitness space you're a new mom and you want to lose weight or something you're offering like a, a checklist or cheat sheet that helps a new mom lose weight you know in x amount of days or whatever you're whatever it is that you help people do right, right. right. you're giving that mom something of value you're not saying hey come buy my product or right. buy my program no hey mom hey new mom you know i have this awesome resource that you can implement in your business and here's the thing I think a lot of people get wrong with, with this process is they don't think about like, uh, you're not just giving something of value to then only think about inviting them to so solve, uh, you know, inviting them into your, into your program services. You're genuinely in that one content piece, giving them something like one, just one big tip that they can implement in their, in their business or life or whatever it is right away, even if they don't need you. Right. Mm -hmm. But what happens right. in this, you're creating goodwill. You're creating a lot of goodwill, right? Because that new mom will be like, oh my God, you know, like, yeah, I detoxed for five days and I lost whatever, two, three pounds. But you know what? This is not enough. I 
back to Mary and I'm going to see how, how, how else she can help me. Do you see how that creates yep. goodwill? And then it puts you in a position of as an expert and she mm -hmm. comes back to you now because five days is right. not enough, right? Let's be right. real. She's going right. to continue needing your help. Right. Right. So you did it in a very genuine way where you gave her value and, but, she, but that's not solving her entire problem. You can't give away too much. Just right. give away enough that one big thing that she can implement right away and then right. take more. Right. So, so I look at it more from a giving and mm -hmm. inviting mindset. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as, as part of the next step of the funnel, again, you know, once she has gotten that, let's say, um, free content piece that you've offered, we call it lead magnet in the marketing mm -hmm. world. You know, then on the next step, you can offer, you can do like a, like a brief video, you know, hey. Yeah so much for you know downloading xyz if you want x you know if you want more help in solving xyz problem i invite you to schedule a consult call or check out this product or service right so mm -hmm. it's about the language that you use that makes all the difference in the world yeah and then you're not feeling pushy and they're not feeling like you're being pushy and it's much more of an exchange instead of a just here i am like exactly it's about the 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 invitation and the language that you're using not like hey buy my product the product and service no right right that. right i love that yeah that's very good and you know rapali i to go back for one second for for one more question around all of this sure. i didn't really specify in the beginning but no matter where you are in your journey this is an important thing to do right so even when you're first starting your business you need to be collecting the emails, engaging with an audience, right? Like, and, and all of that. We didn't really mention that part specifically, yes. but I had kind of assumed it. So I, but I wanted to backtrack and say that because I'm assuming it's, it's the same for you, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because this is, no matter where you could just be starting. So, for, so this is what I say. I usually say, you know, not everyone is right for sales funnels, but I'll tell you who is. Number one, for people that actually are, you know, if you haven't, even if you have an idea um, and you have, you know, you, you know what you want to sell, right? You have a product yeah. program service and you know you want to sell it. You right. got to think about it this way. How are you going to sell that thing? Right? right. And the way you're going to sell that is through a sales funnel that's non-salesy, right? Which is right. what we're talking about right. here. So you could right. be in the, in the beginning part of, you know, you could just be getting started or you could be, you know, obviously in business for a long time. Right. Um, it doesn't matter. Every single business owner really needs this if they're looking to, you know, get more clients or customers in this way in a very systemized and efficient manner, honestly. Yeah. Right. That like yeah, reduces exactly. the overwhelm and it allows you to make that impact. Right. Right. That you really want to make and make the money you really want to make. It. Right. So, right. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Thanks. I realized that. And I was like, Oh, I want to get that in there too. Okay. And a final question I ask everybody, um, what skill from corporate has helped you the most as an entrepreneur? So let's see the top, like number one skill. Cause there's a few. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I would say, I would say, honestly, it comes down to owning your personal brand, because I think mm -hmm. even when I was in corporate, I always felt that in order for me to continue moving up the top, I had to quote unquote, sell myself, which is put my brand out there in a way that gets me seen in front of my, you know, bosses, yeah. you know, et cetera. And, and that's all about like, selling your own personal brand, 
right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. that's the only way you get to move up top. If you if no one knows about you, right? And you're not putting yourself out there as, as a corporate professional, you're not right. going to get that promotion. No matter right. how hard you work, you're just not going to get that promotion, right? right. Um, and that, I think that comes down to personal branding. And now that skill is very powerful in the business space because Again, in the business space, no right. one is going to buy your products or services if you don't know how to, you know, actually put your brand out there, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's a very transferable, a transferable skill. And for, for women that are coming from corporate, um, you know, it's like you have a leg up because you've yeah. been doing that in your corporate life. That's true. That's a, I, I like that one. Yeah, that's a cool yeah. one. It's a good one. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. I'm going to yeah. have to like, that's a good thing to like remember daily <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, for like putting yourself out there and everything. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's, I felt like when, even when I was at corporate, it's like, I constantly felt like I had to sell myself in, obviously it's a different type of sale, right? Cause you're yeah. selling a brand, but it really did come down to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's a good one. It's one of my favorite questions to ask. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a great question. So yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Rapali. This was great. This was so great. Tons of great information and helpful, useful things for everyone. So well, well, well. I hope you got value from this episode. And if you did, go ahead and share this episode with your network or with anyone else that you feel would get value from it. And the easiest way to do that is to take a screenshot of the podcast or of this episode and share it across your social channels. And if you are getting value from this uh, podcast, go ahead and leave me a review, give me feedback and let me know what you are getting from it. So that is it, my lovely friends, and I will catch you on the next episode.